Hey, hopefully uh, you're having a good week so far. Let me get my notes all situated right here. Hallelujah. Now, hopefully you're having a good week so far, and the weather's not too bad where you are. I know just looking at the radar earlier, it was, uh, it was getting pretty nasty out there. And uh, that's why we don't have our guitar player tonight, because he kind of got stuck in the weather along the way on the way from back from work. Um, he has to drive across, and it was really bad over there. So uh, pray that this storm will just wither away and just give a little bit of rain and no wind and all that kind of mess. Um, but I just want to give you a couple pieces of information. On Sunday at uh, 10 a.m., we will be out here in the parking lot again, as long as it's not raining. So, uh, you know, if you get here about 9.45 or so, you'll be able to find a spot out there. We have the smaller cars in the middle. The bigger cars are backed up on the sides so that people can see around them. And uh, if we have overflow, if we need it, we've got that all set up. And we've got everything set up for you to come and have church and worship with us so that you can't give an excuse anymore that, number one, I don't have anywhere to go. Because you can get out of your house and drive to your car. You know, come here, have church with us. And then afterward, you can go home. We've been keeping the services about an hour so that, you know, it's not, not too long for you as, as well. Um, but once we get back in church, you better get used to a two-hour service again. You know, I got a lot to say. It's hard for me to push it down that small. But uh, we're going to have that on Sunday. Uh, also, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's uh, continued to give and support the church financially during this time. Uh, you're definitely a blessing making sure that the, the work of the church, because uh, who knows, the lights continue to uh, get paid, and, you know, we, we set up every week, we do all these things, it does take money to keep the lights on and all that, you know, so I just want to say thank you to everybody that has been continuing faithful in their tithes and offering to the church, and, and we're continuing to send money to missionaries. We're not going to stop sending money to missionaries. Why? Because they continue to need funds. Uh, they, have, they have bills to pay as well, and we're going to continue to do the work of the Lord here uh, so I just want to say thank you to that. But I want to show you, uh, the guys are going to throw a slide up there for you. Uh, we have it set up where you can give online, newlifeag.church. Or you can text to 73256. Again, 73256 to NLM, Marksville NLM. And it will send you a little link. You click on it, and you'll be able to, to give. If you're used to giving already, it'll, it'll log you in. You'll be able to do that. So... You can give online at newlifeag.church, or you can do the text to give, uh, 73256 to NLM. So uh, we're going to get into some worship tonight, and we have another special thing for you tonight. We're, we're going to start doing some little table talk. We have some guests. We're going to zoom in. Uh, that's, that's If you don't know what that is, it's kind of like video chat. We're going to do that uh, in the weeks to come. So we can start talking through some things because we're, we want to continue the conversation of what church is going to look like when we get back. Uh, I don't want to use the word normal, and I'll tell you why later, but, uh, you know, we, we need to get back to doing what we do on a daily basis, and so we, we're going to continue the conversation because I think it needs to change, and I think God is resetting it right now, amen? So let's pray, and we're going to do some worship, all right? So Lord, we're so thankful that you're here with us tonight, and Lord, I'm thankful that you're even in the homes scattered around the world. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that you would just reveal yourself to us through your word, Reveal yourself by your Holy Spirit. But Lord, tonight as we worship you, receive our praise, receive our worship, God. Lord, because we love you and we just want to sing about your praises. So Lord, even in our homes, scattered around, we know right now that you were there because you said you would be. So Lord, be with us tonight. Allow this time we have to be anointed. Let it be powerful that it forever changes us through the power of your Holy Spirit, through your Son, Jesus Christ. If you agree with that, say amen tonight since you can't honk your horn because you're not here. That's okay. You can do that on Sunday. Amen. 
All right, guys, we're going to do some worship. You're my God, you're all together. 
give him praise in your house tonight. Hallelujah. Come on. Give him some praise in your house. Father, we are so grateful for you tonight. We sing your praises, Lord. We sing your praises forevermore. Lord, I pray you would just continue to be with us in this place tonight. We ask this in Jesus' name. Hey, the guys are going to put the announcements up here for just a moment, and we're going to reset real fast for you. So we'll be back in just a moment. Amen? You clear? All right, guys. Well, it sounds like we're back. And, uh, hey, hope y'all make sure you meet that group six up there. So so listen, so we're going to continue on uh, with the conversation uh, that we had last week on a uh, table, well, week before, I think it was, honestly. But uh, last week I, I was reading out of the book of John, chapter 20, where uh, Mary went and uh, turn us a little bit so I could see you better. They, they put us apart for social distancing, but actually it's because nobody else wanted to come. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else wanted to come. They're scared of the microphones, uh, but that's okay. Uh, I am too. You are too, yeah. but he didn't have a choice. <laughs> um, so we're gonna continue out of the book of John, chapter twenty. We're gonna start in verse nineteen. Uh, again, last week it was Mary um, went to the tomb. Jesus spoke to her and and things like that. This week we're gonna look at verse nineteen. But I, I want us to continue the conversation of normal. Um. You know, Elevation Worship put out this new song called Rattle. If you haven't went and listened to it, you need to go listen to it. I'm just being honest with you. Um, and, and their pastor there, uh, what is it, Stephen, Stephen Furtick? I think I'm pronouncing his name right. I don't know. Okay. Something like that. Yeah, okay. And, and so he posted a sermon on there uh, the week after. I'm not, I don't generally go to their, their sermons. I'm not saying they're bad or good. I, I, don't, I, just, I love their worship music. I've never heard the pastor preach from there. And, and he was talking about normal and we've been continuing to talk about normal, and I've talked to normal with a lot of other pastors, and I don't know, it's just something that, uh, he made a comment, though, that just struck me. Why do we want to go back to what was normal before if God's trying to move us into something better? Yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's why I just stopped the preaching at that point, because I was like, duh, right? Why do we want to go back? What if this is a time of reset for every one of us? Because honestly, can, can I be honest? Normal wasn't working. Just, just being honest. We have amazing services here. We, we call them Revival Sundays. If you haven't watched any of those, go back. 
you know, two months ago and watch a Sunday morning or, or first Wednesday worship or, you know, we allow the spirit of God to flow through this place and people are getting healed. People are getting saved. People are getting touched. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great time. I mean, it's awesome. But it ain't working. It only works with people in the building. Well, and that's exactly, how, you know, uh, there's cars that keep passing out there and I don't see them, you know, uh, on Sunday people pass and, and guys, I don't want to go back to what we had. You know, if you look at this, Jesus Christ rose from the dead and then he went to his disciples and began to show them a new normal. Right. Not an old normal. Yeah. A new normal. Completely different. Right. He even said in verse what 18, don't touch me because I haven't ascended to the father yet. And and I want to read some of this to you so you can just understand a little bit of of the reality of normal may never be that normal again. So uh, John chapter 20, verse 19 is where we're going to start. It says, Jesus appeared to his disciples on the evening of the first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. And again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on him and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Look at that. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. And look at verse 24. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said, unless I see the nail marks on his hands and put fingers where the nails were and put my hand in his side, I will not believe him. Hold this for just a second. You know, the only bad thing about singing like that and then coming to immediately talk is I don't get to drink much water. Oh, Lord. <coughs> Thank you, sir. Thomas was the doubting one, of course. A week later, the disciples were at the house again. Thomas was finally with them. Through the doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Verse 30, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are the written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, that by believing you may also live, have life in his name. I believe right here alone we see a picture of new, normal. Normal, right? Like, like years ago, I just, you know, have this thought. Years ago, I read this book, and uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but the very first chapter of this book was the normal Christian life. I read the first chapter and had to close the book and say, I am not a believer in Christ because none of this happens in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the title was The Normal Christian Life, When Heaven Invades Earth. That was the name of it. The Normal Christian Life. People getting healed, people getting set free, people's necks turning around straight. When a believer tells an unbeliever, lay hands on them and pray and they're going to get healed. And that's normal. But if you look at our churches today, are they normal? No, not that normal, not that normal. That is a good <laughs> way of putting it. And, and so, you know, 
should we go back to what was normal, right? If normal wasn't working, and you're like, yeah, but, but you have amazing services. Yeah, but I want to see people getting saved and set free every week. But it's what we used to and what we're comfortable with. But it's what we're comfortable with. Exodus chapter 14. Right? Remember the story of, of the children of Israel. They came out of, they had to make straw, I mean, make bricks with no straw. Finally, God brought plagues, which again, I don't believe this is a plague from God. I'm not going into that. And then they left. And the first thing they wanted to do was go back. You brought us to the desert to die. No, I brought you to the desert to be free. What was more comfortable about making bricks in the heat as slaves? Because they knew it. That was what they were accustomed to. Yeah. So. Fear of the unknown. I've, I've had this thought, and I haven't told it to him just yet. Well, maybe I did. I don't remember. But anyway, he won't remember it because he's all stressed out right now being in front of the camera. <laughs> um, but that's okay. He'll get over it. We're, we'll, we'll break him in slowly. And his wife is just laughing at him back there today because she didn't have to. Because she bailed on me. Well, she had other things to deal with. So we're going to give her grace today. Uh, okay. So I don't know if there's any pastors or leaders looking, watching us tonight. Uh, you know, what? one of the things as pastors and as leaders we are always trying to do is to figure out how to get our people out of the building. <laughs> right? Out of the building. How can we get them to go out of the building to uh, preach the gospel? How can we get them to go out of the building to go missions trips or, or to do anything because they get so comfortable in the building? But right now, we've got everybody out of the building, and we can't. only thing we're thinking about is how to get them back in. <laughs> and, and so I had this thought this morning, literally this morning, as I was pondering on some of this, of why do we just not stop right here and take a reset and say, God, we're already out of the building. Help us figure out how to be better out of the building. And stop praying about, God, bring me back to the building. I want to get back in the church. I want to get back in the church. No, help me be the church, right? Help me be the church. Because I, I was at a station today. I don't know if this gentleman's watching or not. I, I pray that he is. But, you know, I was sharing the gospel with somebody today while I helped jump his car. Did I preach a sermon to him? I did not. I was helpful, encouraging to him. You showed him love. I showed him loved. Yeah. Show him love. And then what I did it, what did I do after that? Hey man, you go to church anywhere? Hey, well listen, you can watch our services online. Here's where our church is located. If you ever need anything, you call us. Do you know Jesus? Right? Just talking to him. We didn't pray any prayer or anything. I just wanted to build a connection with him and love on him because you know the Bible said that Jesus went around doing good. And and here we are in our homes right now. We have an opportunity to study the scripture in a way that we've never had before. Because I don't know about y'all, but, you know, I'm very busy right now because of all of this. But I'm sure I have enough time to go read the Bible more than I used to. You know, so I've thrown all that out there. And I really had some wanted some other people in here tonight to kind of help. But uh, Jonathan's going to help me out. Great. Uh what do you think the church should look like outside right now since we can't be in here? Well, I mean, I guess pretty much just like an example you set today of, of just loving on people and, uh, you know, and 
across, come across somebody in a, in a situation, be helpful, and uh, take that as an opportunity to encourage them and tell them about Jesus. And I mean, that's as, I think that's as much as we can do. I mean, we can't, you know, have a, a gathering anywhere outside the church. Um, I think just some one-on-one interactions, the people we come across, is is probably the best we can do in this situation. Yeah, and, you know, begin to think this way. I, I, I've been really sitting down thinking like this. There are countries in this world and on our earth that you cannot openly walk around as a Christian. You have to hide it. You cannot openly have church services. Everything has to be done underground. You can't even legally own a Bible. And people smuggle Bibles into those countries, and they'll take one page of that Bible and pass it around. And they will memorize that one page because that's all they have. And then they will sit there as believers and dissect it. What do you think this means? What do you think this means? And, and you know what? I think we need to go back to that because most of us have 10 or more Bibles in our homes, and we have no clue about 90% of it. These guys have one page, and I guarantee you they can quote 100% of it. And, you know, I, I read something earlier this week also about disciple making you know are we really making disciples in our churches right now because if we were making disciples our disciples would be out doing the work of the ministry right now but we've we've relegated it to bible studies where all we do is give information and and just passing out information does not make a disciple it's actions that 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 show information is great memorization is great and then actions put the, the icing on it so what are we going to look like what what should we be doing what else because if all we can do is walk around and tell people and love on people and do good, what else should the church be doing outside the building today? Well, I mean, another thing that, uh, you know, I think and that I benefit from is, is having discussions with fellow believers. You know, I know we're restricted to over the phone right now, but just like you said, I'm sure people will have free time now, uh, most yeah. people. <laughs> so just calling and, and, hey, look, I read this today and, you know, what do you think this means? And, and just having that, that back and forth that we're missing out on right now because everybody just is watching nobody's you know interacting like we like we normally would at church right so i think having that you know that interaction i'm sure everybody has somebody else's phone number that are members of the church that they can contact somebody um and i think just having that back and forth is, it kind of revitalizes the spirit and kind of equip you to go out so so you think having conversations like we're doing right now yeah, I mean, talking about the scriptures. Yeah, just just talking about the scriptures. Not you know, and I don't even think we need to have super deep theological discussions. No, you know, I, I know we we spend time together, and and it always happens. We'll we'll talk about trucks. We'll talk about machining parts because you know we both like to machine parts. We talk about different things that we enjoy. The scripture always comes up. Yeah, it always ends up around there. Always. Yeah. And we just have these interesting conversations, not as pastor and, and member of the church, as two believers trying to glean from each other. Because I'm, I'm definitely a new Bible scholar, uh, so I'm not trying to. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit shows him things at times that challenges yeah. me, and I'm like, you know, I need to think about that. I hadn't thought about it like that. True. So, so instead of just thinking about how we can get together and have a crawfish boil or a, or a barbecue or anything, let's be very pointed in what we're doing you know if, if we're gonna have 
our family over, which again, you're not really supposed to have big groups of family around anyways, but take a moment and just sit around and talk about the Lord. Talk about, hey, what has Jesus been doing for you? You know, what, what has Jesus been doing for you lately, Jonathan? What's, what's he been doing? Well, uh, <laughs> he's been, uh, been stretching a lot. He's uh, stretching. <laughs> the uh, taffy maker he's been putting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to, to pinpoint. I mean, and I'm sure I can speak with, for a lot of people that, you know, this time is, is, is very different. So we have to we have to work on, on being a Christian a little bit more because we don't have that. Well, every week we you know, show up and, and love on other believers and it right. kind of refills you. So, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm trying to take a little bit more effort into spending time in the word. I try to daily. Um and get through it and and just chew on it a while and i think the you know the lord reveals some stuff to me on that and and different things i come across and like you say i mean you talk a, a, a bit about some of it uh, so do you ever try to memorize scripture i got a horrible memory well let's just focus on one one at a time yeah to get one one building the toolbox right building the toolbox and just constantly doing those kind of things because I think if we if we get to the end of this a month down the road and we go back to doing what we did before, I think we're all going to be mad at ourselves because as a lot of people have been praying, you know, Lord, I just want some, I need some downtime, and now we've got so much downtime we don't know what to do with it. You know, uh, somebody posted on Facebook and shared it a bunch of time, but right now we're all about like a bunch of dogs. All we do is roaming around the house looking at what we can eat all day long, and when somebody <laughs> says car, we jump. We're yeah. excited. You know, get to go somewhere. We we have time. Yeah. And we just need to be constructive with it, you know. Uh, seize and that opportunity. Yeah. Let's seize the opportunity, and, and let's find ways that it can help us grow. Because if we're really going to be a disciple of Christ – what if, and again, I keep throwing this back because I think if we think this way, it will help challenge us. What if tomorrow everything changed in our country and we could never enter this building again? Or our Bibles were taken. And, and I know right now people are on there freaking out. If I, had, if I could see it on Facebook, I could probably, oh, there's no way to Listen, I was in the military too, okay? I, I'll be out there fighting with y'all, I promise you. Okay, I don't have a whole lot of guns, but the couple I have, we, we'd be fighting. We'd have another civil war because I promise you I'd be fighting for my rights uh, and yours. But let's just say that that happened. How would you survive me? You know, oh, well, you, you can't call pastor for prayer anymore because they're watching your phone. Yeah. We'd, we'd wander what around. are you going to do? Right. We would roam around lost. But we still have a responsibility to this world to, to preach the gospel, to bring the good news. So I want to continue having a conversation of what the church should look like so that when we come back together, we don't fall in the same old rut, right? Because the, the church has an opportunity right now to minister to people without preaching the gospel. And, and the world has only ever seen us as those that preach saying you're going to hell, and, and you know what? I agree. Some people are going straight to hell. But I want to show them that we love them and that we want to help them not go to hell Yeah. before we beat them over the head, right, and, and you know, just do that. And, you know, what is normal going to look like again? Do we ever want to be normal again? I, I'm really not interested in being normal. 
I'm more interested in what it's going to look like. Well, I, I think you started out saying that, uh, you know, it's not a plague from God or you know, anything like that. But I really think there's, there's something to be learned through this. I mean, uh, I don't think this should be a wasted time. Like you say, to, to fall back into the same way. Uh, I think God has something to show us through, through all this, whether it's, it's a redesign of, of what church is supposed to be or, uh, or a redesign of ourselves on how we interact with people. Yes. Yeah, and, and, you know, I just finally got to Facebook on here, you know, and I'm, I'm looking down the list of, of people that are in here, and, man, I see an old pastor friend of mine. Hey, brother, bless you. You know, I see some other people that I don't know their name. And it's just exciting to me to see right now how the church can link together. You know, there's there's pastors in our community, you know, and there's one pastor in, in particular that I talk to a few times a week. We're not in competition with each other. We're trying to figure out how we can help each other better minister to our people and how we could better minister to the community. And I believe that is what's supposed to happen. Yeah. That should be normal right there. And, and not, and just, not just for pastors, but right. just believers. Cause That's right. You know, We have the same goal. We all have the same goal. It's not about building our church here at New Life to be this you know, huge, huge place. It's about building the kingdom of God. And along the way, he's going to bring people here that we need to do the work of the ministry right. so we could reach the lost people around the world. You know, but especially, like I always say, right here in our community. So normal. What, you know, I just I want to continue to have this. If you have if God's speaking to you about what you think the church is going to look like, send me a message on Facebook through uh, New Life Assembly of God, New Life Marksville. Send it to my email address. Go to the church website, newlifeag.church. You can email me there. Um, send it. You know, I want to hear what God is speaking to people. I, I know what God is speaking to me about different things. It's to start getting it going, though, because I, I still think we're going to at least be this way for another month minimum. Yeah. You know. And, I mean, like you say, email, there's, there's a discussion opportunity there, just a back and forth on email. Yeah. Uh, if you don't have somebody's phone number, you know. Right. Yeah, well, we text people all the time and, and email them from the church and Facebook them. And, you know, there's there's all kind of avenues today. But we still can't. We've got to have the physical, you know, sitting here in the room. Yeah, I, I was I was having a conversation with uh, a pastor earlier today, how difficult some people find it to sit here and do this. Yeah. You know, and, and they struggle with preaching in front of the camera. And I was describing to him, I was like, you know, if y'all only understood where we are, because we're in a foyer, there's a double door right here, and uh, the camera sets right there, so we don't even see anything on the other side. We see a couple people down there. We've got lights all yeah. the way around, guys. Oh, I can see his lights. We've got <laughs> lights all the way around trying to make sure we're bright enough, and, and all we have is a camera when we're doing worship, you know, in the yeah. foyer. And you know what? We, we worship like we worship. We do what we do because we love Jesus. And we know there's people on the other side of that camera, and we just want to continue to preach and to continue to share and encourage that we're going to get through this. Yeah. It may not look the same on the other side, but just remember this. The children of Israel cried out for a deliverer, and they were there for, what, 400 years. Yeah. And when they were finally delivered, they were brought out into the desert. God brought them across the Red Sea. Right. He he brought them over. He supplied water and he brought manna. He brought food for them. And, 
you know, and, and here it is up on the mountain. God comes around the mountain and he comes, you know, Moses goes up and, and talks with him. And here's God trying to be with his people. And they said, no. They said, Moses, you go up and talk to him. We don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> and Moses went up there and spent a little bit too much time. And they went and made a golden calf. They wanted to go back. Yeah. Even though God wanted to reveal himself to them in a brand new way, they were not interested in it. And that concerns me more than anything. Yeah, even though their current situation may have been better, they, were, they knew what was behind them. That's what concerns me more. Yeah. I don't want to go back. God is a God that moves forward. He's not a God that goes backwards. I don't want to go back. It, as much as it was a great place and, and all of the things were amazing, if we're in this and God is resetting us, I want to go forward, and I want to pray, and I want to seek God's face until I find what that is. That's what we've got to be doing, guys, is what is that up there? What is the new, I hate to even use the word normal, because I think about the early church and how it was constantly changing and evolving with the times to reach, to, to do what was needed in every community. It was different. Every community that they went into, they had to preach the gospel differently. They had different customs. They had all these different things. And they were still able to go in, and they turned the world upside down. Yeah, they had to adapt to each situation. Like every situation. Like what we're doing right now. Every situation. And, and I know there are some churches and ministries that just don't adapt. You know, uh, I, th I think the statistic is 25 years. The church is 25 years behind traditionally. Uh, a business reinvents itself every year to two and the church is like 25 to 27 years behind and i've been in that. some churches where i think they're further behind than that uh without naming anything or giving yeah i, I was just shocked at some of the things that I've, I've seen through churches and arguments and things that happen they're more interested in what's happening in their building than people that are dying all around them yeah and we've got to change that conversation guys we've yeah, got we to don't change get it caught up in that no we we've got to change that conversation so, so listen, so I don't want to keep going on this right now. We're, we're going to keep this conversation going. Again, um, Pastor Rich at newlifeag.church. Pastor Rich at newlifeag.church. Send me an email if God's speaking to you about, about what you're seeing in this time. New Life Marksville, one word. You'll find us on there. Uh, you know, I, I'll give you a text number here in a minute also. But, but I want to keep the conversation going because I think God is redoing some things. Yeah. And again, I don't think this is a plague from God. And, and if, if you want to argue with me, you can argue all day long. But I know this. When I read in the scripture that God sent a plague, there was no antidote. And there generally wasn't people that got the plague and survived. Which I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But yeah. uh, when God sent a plague, they just died. Period. Uh, he just, you know, when he sent a plague to kill people, it killed people. God doesn't do anything halfway. And so... Uh, the one instance I'm thinking of, he stopped killing the people because of the cries and the prayers. But this is a sickness, and I think God's going to use it because he uses everything that's bad for my good. Yeah. Because that's what the word says. Yeah. You know, that's what the word says. So uh, so listen, so if you're here tonight, you're watching this, and, uh, I, I, you know, maybe you don't know Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. And I always put those two together because, because the 20-plus years that I've been around the church— uh, I've watched a lot of people, and I've come to this conclusion. There's a lot of people that say a prayer because they don't want to go to the place called hell. They want a Savior. Yeah. But they never submit to Jesus Christ as Lord, which means you're no longer in control. 
That means you, you give yourself over to him and you submit to his will and his ways. And, and so, you know. And one w- doesn't work without the other. No. That one does not work without the other. Uh, so tonight, if that's you, I, I want to I wanna encourage you. The, the word of God teaches us that we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. We, we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that we're a sinner and he died for us, was buried, and he rose again. You see, that's total submission through that, by confessing those things. So tonight, you know, if that's you, I want you to say that. I want you to ask him, Lord, Jesus Christ, be my Lord and my Savior. I am a sinner. I need a Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Right? He says he will fill you. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Change my ways. Don't help me to change my ways. Change my ways by your power. Forgive me. Be my Lord and my Savior. And wash me with the blood that forgives all of my sins, all of my wrongs. In the name of Jesus Christ. And listen, if you, if you prayed that prayer tonight, you are a new creation in Christ. And the Bible says that all the angels in heaven are rejoicing. So listen, so I want to, I, I got to grab this paper. And I'm spilling water all over, but that's okay. We're almost done. There it is. So listen, if you prayed that tonight, you know, hold up. We, we've got something set up. We want to give you some free gifts because we, we not only want you to be saved, we want to help you be discipled so that you, you will start to live a life that's glorifying to, to Jesus, to the Father. Grab your phone to text message this, 59769, 59769, the word grace. That's all you have to do, 59769 with the word grace, G-R-A-C-E. It's going to send you back a text with a link. Go there. It's going to ask you that I, I received Christ for the first time. I'm recommitting my life. It's going to ask you for your name, your address, and your email address. That's it. I need your address because I want to mail you a book. I want to I send you a book. I want to put something in your hand, a devotional that will help you every day, written by a good friend of mine. And I also want to give you a free subscription to Right Now Media. It's got over 20,000 Bible studies, Bible teachings, sermons, just videos, documentaries, history to help you learn about Christ, about the scriptures, of all of these things. I want to give you that free. I need your email address to do that. That's why I need you to send me your email address as well. But you have to enter all of that because we want to connect with you and make sure that you get into a church wherever you're at. We're going to help find you a church in that area that you can get connected to so that you can be discipled. Amen. So 59769. Just text the word grace. Amen. And listen, one other thing I want to tell you about, that same number, 59769, NLAG, New Life AG. If you're watching us online and you're not a part of our church here locally, you know, we, we would like to connect with you, and I'd like to give you a gift as well. And uh, so, so go here, NLAG, New Life Assembly of God, NLAG, 59769. Send that message. It'll send you back the link. And we'll, we'll make sure we get you a gift as well. I have something for you. And we want to connect with you. Because, again, we want to make sure that during this time we're, we're connecting with the body of Christ. And so then when it's done, we can help you find a church in wherever area you're at. And if you're here in Marksville, we would love for you to be a part of our family. We always call this a family because we are one big family. We've got a whole lot of sisters and brothers and aunties and uncles and pirans and all that in the building. Uh, not tonight, but generally we do. 
So 59769-NLAG, just put that New Life AG, NLAG, and we'll, we'll connect with you. Or if you receive Christ tonight, 59769, the word grace. So listen, I love you. Jonathan, do you love people? Oh, very much. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm making him talk, and he's, <laughs> he's and I, I appreciate you turning in, tuning in. If you're in our area, you need to be here Sunday. You need to be here Sunday. We're going to have our parking lot service out there. We actually have the worship team outside. We'll still be live streaming just like we are now, but you will be outside. The cars will be able to park. We, we had about 60-something again Sunday. We want you to come and be a part about, of what God's doing here so that we can help continue to encourage you and to teach you and to just pour the love of Christ into your life. Amen. So let me pray for us tonight. So Father, again, I'm so thankful for all that you've done and all your blessings. But Lord, I pray for the people tonight. God, I just continue to, to release strength and help through the power of the word of God and through the power of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus. Lord, protect our family, Lord, from this virus. Protect us, watch over us from your, with your power. By his stripes, we are healed, and I release that over the people right now. Let us continue to be prosperous. Protect us, Lord, in all that we do, and guide our path as you said you would. We ask this all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Listen, I love you tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, uh, we'll be back Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.